we blow your minds? Gonna blow it every, every time. Formation of your thoughts. Formation of your thoughts. You might need to take a pause and see who's forming all your thoughts. Formation of the thoughts. Formation of the thoughts. You might need to take a pause and see who's forming all your thoughts. Worse and worse every you week. You know, Pastoni, <laughs> ever since we came out with our album idea, people be just trying to outsing us. And, Listen, you know. <laughs> I was holding the note because before the break, or before we actually even started, you were saying these professionals, you know. <laughs> you I'm know. trying to show you how real professionals do wow. it from the diaphragm. Support, wow. support. Wow. wow. See, okay. I got track evidence to prove it. That's okay. We don't have to practice. Anywho. Uh. <laughs> Joining us today, of course. Is the Casters Trio first starting oh, with wow. Dr. Robin Casters? Hi, hi, hi! <laughs> <laughs> it's that time Jesus. in the morning. That was like three octaves. Wow, Shanae had to cough. That was that. <laughs> we just apologize to this audience. Oh, oh my, my lord! I went to laugh, and then you caught something in your throat. <laughs> oh dear. Pastor Tony Cassis. Everyone. Thank you. I'm here, everyone. Hello. <laughs> and Pastor Nathan Cassis. Oh, my God. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Come on, say it again. No, I, I was doing the abiding version. Yeah, it's, I know. it's the wait. It's the. Hello. <laughs> Hello. The, sorry. It's the it's character. The, it's the breathing in. If I am. Aboded like that or abided like that, I would fall asleep all the time. You know, well, you do. So, what do you know? First shade of the night. First shade of the night. Of course, if you're just now joining us, this is a prophetic conversation, sometimes comically, prophetically, and fun. Um, the crazy hour. The crazy hour. It's a look at that hat. Oh my goodness, anything would make you. Feel the sun shine. Yeah, for our listening audience, uh, Shania Anise is wearing a yellow slash green. No, it's uh-huh. here. Fluorescent. What is it? Fluorescent. It's and it's near. actually like highlighted by the lighting that we have on the stage at the moment. This is true. This black blue light. I'm glowing. Like I'm in a 1960 disco. She has oh, a, a really? sweater with Wanderer. I rebuke it. I am it. the Wanderer. <laughs> I am a wonder and I have a fur jacket because you know we went platinum from our album release, oh, <laughs> so we had a little yeah. monty, a little extra coin. A beanie and fur. a fur coat. Wow, that really matches. That's my swag. Oh my lord, oh, that's <laughs> swag. Anywho, if Br- you bring us back on track, 
Please. Bring it back in. Um, if you guys weren't able to see our service, that was because we had Kids Town Takeover. Takeover. And, of course, for the kids' safety, we try to keep a lot of the material offline. Try. Um, so that way they can enjoy themselves in a safe environment. Oh, my gosh. It was such a blessing. It was. To see these kids perform. These Levi on the drums. Yes. You had Karen singing her yes. heart out, convicting all of us. Yes. With those words of forgiveness. So yeah, that was a great song. It was. Yeah. And I we had rumbling. other people um, come up. We had Caleb come up and actually he memorized the whole chapter of a scripture. That was incredible. That was incredible for a little kid that age to memorize the whole chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, adults can't even memorize exactly. so much. I was like, listen, I need to get with this kid and find out what he's drinking. <laughs> it was 1 Corinthians 13, the chapter on love. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Very, very touching. Yeah. Very and amazing. then we had other kids come up and do dances and they did group dances and Basically, we just dubbed it uh, as a night, you know, of creative, fun presentations of the next generation's expression of their relationship mm-hmm. with God. And we gave them Bibles because it couldn't be a better thing to give them. Yeah. And to my ma- amazement, they were just opening them up and wanting to sit there and just look at them. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were, were very really quiet interested for once. In those <laughs> <Bibles>. <laughs> All night, they were super excited. Talking about the formation of thoughts. You know, I still remember to this day the first, like, action Bible that I was given in my kids' club. Yeah. And it formed so much of my understanding of the Word of God. I can even to this day just remember pictures that, like, stood out to me and little facts that they would have in the bottom of the, like, right-hand corners about certain scriptures. And I still carry that knowledge with me to this day. So it's all being sewn in, Shania, to the next generation. Yeah, we're excited. I love the Bibles because they, they, they didn't have that effect of uh, it. Didn't have that heaviness that mm. sometimes when you read the Bible for children, mm. it had that comic effect to it. And I know one of the boys said, "I love this Bible." Yeah, it's meeting them on their level. Yeah, mm. yeah. So along with that, we had Pastor Tony touched on. A little bit of a sermon about, you know, childlike behaviors. And you start to elaborate on what that looked like. And you brought the kids up with you. Yeah, um, we had like a mini portals, I suppose. It was like a question, roundtable question time. Kids talk. Mm. Roundtable on a rectangular table. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That went nowhere. Before we we (laughs) spoke to the kids, uh, I was explaining that child likeness is not childishness oh so there's a difference when jesus drop said, that jam button jesus said to his disciples unless your faith is like these little children yeah. you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven ouch so a ch- the childlike faith is a faith where you take god literally at what he says. Mm. Just like a child takes its parents' words very, very, you know, seriously. Like uh, a parent's words to their child, like, you know, you promise your son or your daughter, hey, you're gonna get a you're gonna you're gonna get a bike at the end of the year at Christmas or New Year. They they will believe you. Right. And it's really 
a parent's obligation to come good on that word because mm. a child believes what you tell them. Mm-hmm. And it's not all gullibility. It's just that they take us at our word. Mm. And the Father wants us to take him at his word. And we often let either logic, you know, or calculation or just fear get in the way. So there's a mile of difference between that kind of faith and then acting like a spoilt brat. That's childishness. Mm-hmm. So we made a distinction tonight. You know, there's childishness and there's childlikeness. Mm. And we need to lean more like the children when it comes to faith and less like childish things. You know, um, right. young Caleb recited 1 Corinthians 13 and one of the key verses of that chapter is when, when, I, when I was a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child, but when I became a man, put I put away childish things. Mm. So childish things are self-centeredness, throwing moods or you know emotional blackmail. Tantrums. Um, ah. Believing that the world re- revolves around you, a child does that. You know, th- everything's about me. So we have to move away from those things if we're going to move into adulthood in the faith. And what's funny with that is that um, even though those are childish things, we see so many adults behaving. Yes, I was going to say. And with with childish behaviour, you know. Yeah, I think that that's one we need to bring out because we're going to talk about formation of thoughts Mm. and... uh, some of the formations that we allow to happen are very childish. Oh, Jesus. The conviction ball is about to roll. I think we need to go on a break. Yep, I'm about to right now. So anyway, you guys, just go ahead. Get you some coffee. Get you some soda. Get, get the word because you're going to need it after <laughs> these messages. Okay. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to the Portals Podcast with Dr. Robin Cassis and with Annie Shanae with and with Pastor Nathan with, and with Pastor Tony Cassis. We'll see you soon. Where we blow your minds. All the time. Blow it every time. Snapping and it crackling and a popping. When I was a child, I thought like a child. But now I am a man, I think like a man. Child like in faith, not child like in state. Child like in faith, not child like in state. Whoa, that is good. Child like in faith, but not childish in state. Yeah. Ouch. And so can we just go back to what you said about Jesus? You said, suffer these little children to come unto me. Yeah. For such is the kingdom of heaven. So if we take that apart, we're saying that these children that he's pointing out have a belief and a faith Mm. in in who he is. Yeah, in his character. Pastor Tony was saying. In his character. Also, such is the kingdom of heaven. So that sort of faith is Mm. needed for the kingdom. Mm. Not, Do you understand what I'm saying? So he's saying such faith is needed for the kingdom as that little child has. Mm. 
Mm. That's a little child that doesn't doubt. Mm. It's hard for a child to doubt. Mm. It's, Jam it. It's so hard. Jam it, jam it, jam it. A lot of our negativity is, is uh, taught, taught to us. Yeah. A lot of the negativity that we struggle with is actually taught to us My as we grow. You know, God. The parents will begin to voice Ugh. negativity, negative attitudes, and the children will pick that up. But um, aside from that, mm. children can be very, very positive and very faithful. Um, I believe the reason why Jesus said our faith should be like little children is because, um, you know, it's it's innocent, mm. right? And they take us at our word. And this is exactly how the Father wants our relationship with him to be. And um, it's it's a real challenge because we mm. get we get taught so much on the negative in yeah. our lives. And I think children um, are important for this aspect because um, when a child takes your word, they don't look at what you do to evaluate who you are. Mm. They take you for who you are at who you are. So... Very good. We need to have that childlike faith with the Lord because we are always looking at what God does to put value on who he is. Mm. And and maybe if we saw it with different eyes yeah. as a child, not childish behavior, as a child and not always as an adult. As an adult, we tend to think, oh, that's not for me. You know, mm. it's mm. not for me. But a child will always be open to mm. accept and receive because it's the way God made them. It's life that turns around and tries to pollute them, mm. but God made them that way mm. and we want to see what he made come forward. Wow. Yeah, that, that brings me to another important point. Jesus said, why want to that person who makes one of these little Which, ones yeah, stumble? stumble. It would be better for that person to have a millstone, you know, tied to his neck and then thrown into the sea. Now, that's a pretty harsh judgment yes, coming from Jesus. But why is he saying it? If we corrupt the minds of little children, we, there's a big accountability for that. So this, why, why is he saying that? Because a child like is gullible. And that's not a bad thing. Gullible means you believe what anyone tells you. In this context, it's what the Father tells you. And if the Father's telling us something, we should receive that completely as he says it. Mm. Our faith would increase, you know, exponentially if we would take what he says in our hearts and move on it. And wow. so what we should see here, he's not asking us to be childish. You know, he's asking us to have the faith mm. as a child and it's interesting, he's emphasising the word child, yeah, not adult. Yeah. This is important because we are God's children. We're not God's adults. But see, isn't it funny, the paradigm, I want to talk about this for a bit. Let's dive in here. He creates Adam and Eve as adults, but then after sin, we have to go through the process of becoming children and growing into adults. So there's something there that we need to unpack. You know what I mean? Because I've heard that question before, Pastor Tony. Why weren't Adam and Eve created as children? You know, they were created actually yeah, as they adults. Were straight right. out adults. You know? 
Like and, what uh, came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Chicken. The chicken <laughs> came first. Is there <laughs> undisputed? Is there a prophetic <laughs> meaning to why that happened? Oh, well, he, his image was he's an adult. God is an adult, so he created man and and woman in his own image and likeness. Oh. And I'm I've got no idea how the reproductive process would have worked if sin hadn't come into the world. Mm. But with sin coming into the world before they actually consummated the marriage, and this is something where a lot of believers don't really get the grasp of this, uh, until sin came into the world, Adam and Eve's sexual drive was Talk about very it. small. Okay? Mm. And, and wow. I don't want to get into it too much because it's a Genesis thing. Mm. But... This is why the Lord said to Eve after she sinned, I will greatly increase your desire, desire yep. and conception. Mm. Why did he have to say that if, if her conception wasn't all already what it was? Mm. So the whole reproductive process now, because sin is in the world, things have to speed up because when these this man and woman don't have forever anymore time is limited mm. so god speeds up reproduction in order to populate the earth in time to prepare a people that he wants to redeem mm-hmm. wow. right cuz you know before the fall i don't know did eve have a cycle i don't know we're not told you know when you have forever to live remember he said if you eat of the fruit you'll you will die that day mm. That means they were not going to die if they didn't eat from the forbidden yeah. fruit. Wow. I'd like to come in on that uh, question. Yeah, I think there's a prophetic meaning there. Yeah, I think that question needs to be examined mm. and unpacked. That why weren't they created as babies or little children? Yeah. He'd already created a garden that needed looking after. <laughs> There she goes. And therefore, it had to be looked after by someone who was an adult, mm. not a child. Okay, you got to let that land. It was two things you guys said there. Well, you want me to go back and say it again? Say it, say it again. Let me bring out the other thing and then go again because you guys <laughs> just dropped. A few gems that... The waterfall, bum, 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 gotta, yeah, the, yeah, the waterfall gotta, of gem overload has begun. Right. Okay. Say that again. The Niagara Falls. So I, I, was just, I was just, I'll repeat it again. You know, he created the garden. Mm. He placed um, Adam in to caretake the garden. And for him to caretake a work of the Lord, he has to be an adult. He can't be a child. But he could have childlike faith. My goodness. I think also... I <laughs> wow. <laughs> She's pushing the gym button. Also, the Lord just dropped it to me as well. It's like childlike faith is learn it alls, not know it alls. Mm-hmm. And we've made that reference before. Yeah. yeah. Because they're so interested in just hearing what we have to tell them. Even in the, the small things, they're like, Wow, you know, they're they're amazed and um awed by, you know, the things that they learn. They yeah. feel like they like the responsibility of learning something new, you know, and they take care of learning something new because then they start sharing it with their friends and then sharing it with you yeah. again. So it's it's definitely interesting. And I think another prophetic aspect of the Lord's dropping in me of that too is um, when Adam and Eve were created as adults, as long as they relied on the tree of life, 
their adult state didn't get interrupted. But the moment they ate from the tree of knowledge and good and evil, they opened that doorway. Now he's saying, well, if you're not going to rely on me as a life source, then you're going to have to go through the whole process now of growing in knowledge of truth and evil and having to come back to me to sift out Mm. what is good and what is evil. So you can't get there overnight now. There's got to be a process. There's got to be a journey. You've got to go from babe to infant to teen to adult. Yeah. And I think also uh, what you said about when they did what they did out of that tree, then something stopped. Yes. And then arrested development came in. Oh my God. Talk about the strong man. Hit that. Because, because they were stuck there. Oh, Jesus. They were stuck there. And when you are stuck in something that you shouldn't do and a tragedy happens, you just get this arrested development. Your body grows, but your your mind doesn't. Mm. Your emotions don't. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you act childish. My God. And going back, Shanae, from the acting childish to being childlike, I think the thing with childlike that's so um, empowering is that childlike doesn't have another experience to compare compare. it to. Mm -hmm. You know, like if I say something to my daughter, because she's young, her experiences in life are very, very, like, you know, limited. Mm-hmm. So she can't come back at me with, well, actually, uh, I've got proof that that doesn't work, Dad. Wrong. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> she hasn't experienced it yet. And I think that's what the Lord wants us to be like with him. Yeah. A lot of the time he asks us to step out and do something, but our logic and our experience bring us into that state of uh, moving out of childlike faith because we go, well, well, let me compare the facts and the data with this, God. Didn't work last time. Actually, let me insert some inventory here, you know, and some statistics. And God's like, I'm not interested in your statistics. I'm interested in what your obedience is to activate my faith within you. You can hit the gem button. So you can understand what I'm talking about to do with the arrested development. Which brings us into the discussion. We're going to discuss right now. Formation of thoughts. Can we discuss the after break? We sure can. can. Because Shanae is leaving the building anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I just had to breathe out. (laughs) I just had to breathe out. (coughs) Deliverance manual coming very soon from Vanessa Nandram. In case you don't know where Arrested Development uh, is. I'll go in. Just go back a little bit. And this, Pastor Robin touched on it a little bit. But after the break, I'm sure there'll be more. So stay tuned. Estás escuchando Portals con la doctora Robin Cassis, donde ella recibe del cielo y te lo regala a ti. Este programa es narrado por Shania Anis, Y presentado por el liderazgo de Torque New York, la pastora Robin Cassis, el pastor Tony Cassis y el pastor Nathan Cassis. Sigue escuchando para que recibas mucho más. Crackle pop. 
blowing all the time. I wanted to change it up. Break the familiar. Just tell me what you're going to you say. You definitely changed it up. I went, yeah. I went, rather than going, portals, I went, portals. <laughs> and then I went, portals. Oh, oh that's really Sorry wonderful. if I blow your eardrums as you're listening uh, to no, this. No, It'll no. wake you up. Get out you out of funk. Uh, I'm in there now. <laughs> in, the, in the zone. Well, we have a special guest, Shania. Yes, we have Miss Karen. She's sitting with me here because she wanted to insert into our sub portal because we were talking about we were just finishing the the reference of the childlike behavior. Um, and Pastor Robin, you were going to a little detail I just, about some of the characteristics yeah. and arrested happened. development. I was actually saying after they ate of the tree, they acted childish. You see? And they went and they hid. That was childish. Mm. You know, that was childish. How could you hide from God? Right. You see? But you see, then they started a formation of thoughts coming into this, into their mind, and it began to become a cycle, a cycle that didn't break. It just kept coming and coming. And so therefore... All of their thoughts become and became arrested. Mm. And arrested development means when your emotions are locked and they don't move on with you. Mm. You see? And that's exactly what happened to them. And that's why the Lord had to put them out of the garden. He did. Because they had to go through the process now. They didn't have to go through the process beforehand, but now they have to go through the process. Wow. And then Karen it. Um, was it. with us. Jam oh, drop. Wait, I'm sorry, I had the gym button low. And then Karen with, was with us and she was listening to the sub portal and mm. she had a gym herself. So, Karen, what did you say? One eight. Ate from the bitten tree that Satan did from the good and evil. They thought they were naked, and then they hid from God in bushes. What was that bit? Uh, they put leaves upon around themselves, and then they hid upon bushes. Were they naked? Yes. Uh, they were naked. They realize their nakedness for the first time. Isn't that right? You can't nod your head. Just say yes. Yes. <laughs> she does that suspense <laughs> thing. Yes. She I moves know, up to the mic. So she goes. Karen got her first yes. gym with us on the Portals podcast. And we just honor these little ones because they could teach us a few things about oh, childlike faith. And it's funny that she was talking about, you know, being naked and uh, the formation of thoughts. It only takes one voice, one voice to get the formation of thoughts. And I should say one accusing voice mm. to get the formation of thoughts beginning the cycle. The serpent inserts one thought, one formation of a, you know, word that goes against God's word. Mm. You know, you're already, what do you mean? God said, you, you know, you, you can't eat this fruit. Like God's, God's jealous he doesn't. He just doesn't want you to be like him. Uh-oh. Lie, because they were already like him. They're in his image, and they didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. So sure. he was quoting a truth and f- flipping it with a lie, and all it took was that one voice, and then boom! The moment that they ate that fruit, the flood of thoughts 
began and the mind racing began. And even so, you know, these formation of thoughts, they come like a cycle mm. and even to the point where the two of them hid. Why did they hide? They hid because of fear. They hid because of fear. And the thought cycle began to do with fear, fear. Mm. and all that that's all tied up with fear to the point that they moved into a bigger cycle. When you start to form Mm -mm. these thoughts, Mm. they continually form and form and then a cycle begins and then you get the pictures to back those cycles. You start to see those bad pictures and you see, then you're called... And I'm telling you right now, you're creating a fortress. Mm. A fortress to keep those thoughts in. Well, I think this is backed up in uh, one of the scriptures. Uh, I think it's 2 Corinthians 10.5, where it says we're to take every thought captive. Yes. Punishing those thoughts that don't line up with the knowledge of God. And every lofty thing. And every lofty thing. And also being ready to... Punish disobedient thoughts. Yes. And then it says, so that your obedience may be fulfilled. Once, yeah, once your obedience you know, is so fulfilled. So uh, that, is, that is a challenge to us because uh, we talk about this in our soap sessions quite a bit. It's not enough just to take the thought captive. And I think a lot of Christians stop at that, at that step. They think, yeah. oh, well, I took this captive. You know, I put it in my little jail cell. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> But that thought has the ability to kind of escape the cell unless you punish it. You yeah. know, it's got to go, if I would say, it's got to go before the judge, it's got to go through arraignment, it's got to be convicted, and it's got to be sent to jail. You know yeah, what I mean? Sentence. Yeah, it's not enough to just put the thought in bail. Right. No. You know? Cause, or on remand. Yeah, or on remand, because eventually those things get out. Right. You know? And because and, on remand they can be um, released. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Taking it into captivity is literally a holding cell. Yeah, yeah. that's so a remand. Because, yep. you know, to be to be truthful, we, we get such a flow of thoughts. It's And, you know, it, it'd be it'd sort of be arrogant to think that every thought I get is God because it's not. Right. Oh, so gee. Can you have, gem that, please? We have oh to captivate. Geez. We need to captivate every thought in what we would put, you know, it, as a type of a reserve area of your heart and mind until you've assessed and tested the thought. So it's a gauge. Yeah. And if that thought after the test of the word of God <laughs> passes the test, yeah, you then you, you engage it. But if it doesn't pass the test, because every thought has fruit, sometimes – when you're thinking something, you're not sure that it's God until you see the fruit of mm-hmm. it. Jesus said, let the tares and the wheat grow together yeah. because they look similar until they get to the fruit stage. Yeah. And sometimes our thoughts, they seem good, feel good, you know. Taste good. They taste good, but it's not until they've sort of matured to that fruit stage before you see the end of that thought. And so the word of God is really the litmus test. We captivate the thought until the Holy Spirit confirms that thought mm. or rejects that thought. Come on. Wow. And that was a mouthful of gems. And that's when the Holy Spirit begins to convince us. Yeah. 
of a much better way. You see, it's the work of the Holy Spirit to convince us there are better ways of thinking. It's the Holy Spirit that is convincing us to think better thoughts. And you see, as we allow these formation of thoughts which are demonic mm-hmm. and uh, are probably and and have a rima that is demonic inspired yeah and inspired by the enemy yep. then we're going to build this fortress to keep them in and once they're kept in the cycle will go round and round and round yep. pictures get formed yep. and after the pictures get formed we ponder it and then oh, wow. we activate it the and then we begin yep. to birth it this yep. is the way it goes we begin to after we've incubated we'll eventually birth it and so we've got to see, what have we got to see here? That we've got to look at the formation of thoughts that we have. Mm. And so the opposite to fear is faith. Mm. Faith. This little child, come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. That child's faith is being seen, the thought Mm. formation that that child is bringing forth the lord saying i want that formation Mm. of thoughts because it's faith that's coming forth from it wow and you know pastor um what you just said before really 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 opened up something in me um going back to the process of taking every thought captive and how we don't see it through Sometimes, and I want to challenge our listeners on this, sometimes we allow that thought to be put in bail or to be put on remand, but just like anyone that goes and pays the fee, what in us does the enemy offer us to get that thought out of captivity? My God. We're going on a break. We're going on a break. What bail money is Satan putting up to get that thought out of captivity? What does he offer? Yeah, is it pain? Is it pleasure pain? Is it power? Is it trauma? Is it victim? victim? Oh, pride. Oh, there's something that he gives us. What about Jesus? He offered him everything. Time to go on break. Time to go on break. Uh, Say it in the mic, Pastor. We're not on break yet. We're not on break. (laughs) Go. Don't say that on there. Hang on, you said you're on break. So no, yeah. you kept talking. Say it, say it. No, no, wait Okay, we'll go All on right, break. We're going on break. See, even Pat Tony need a break. All right, we'll be back. Hello,您现在正在收听的是广播节目《Portals》。《Portals》是由Robin 由纽约的Torque教会主任牧师Robin Cassis博士 we, we got lots of things say. that produce fruit, not wheat and tears. Oh. <laughs> 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 Sorry, <laughs> just had to throw it in. 
Um, yeah, so you presented a challenge to the listeners and myself. <laughs> Feel your pain. <laughs> what what it was it? Um, the challenge to ask ourselves by asking the Holy Spirit to reveal to us what are we using what is the devil offering us to allow these thoughts back out of remand and just to explain for our listeners because it was pointed out by a very very you know key member (laughs) um that we have remand in australia i'm not sure if you have it in the um, american prison system but we have remand remand is different from bail and pastor tony you explain what remand is what is remand pastor tony remand is when you've been charged with a crime Mm-hmm. but you haven't yet gone before a judge and jury. Right. You stand before a judge, but the judge, either because he, he thinks that you're capable of committing that crime again, oh. he will hold you in what we would call a remand centre or a remand jail. Mm, there's a revelation in that. And so, and then when your trial comes about, um, you're either declared innocent or guilty dependent on the jury's decision. Mm. So a remand a remand situation is really a semi-guilty situation. Yeah. Wow. Right? Um, a lot of people who are in remand end up either doing plea bargaining and and they end up doing, you know, their time or because of the plea bargaining, the time is restricted somewhat. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about taking thought captive, we can – Jail that thought up until it passes the test of the word of God. We can jail that thought up, keep it captive until the fruit of that thought is revealed. Because mm-hmm. not all the thoughts that we have, we don't see the fruit of that thought until we sort of follow the, the trail to where it's heading to. What, mm. What's the destination of what you're thinking? Mm. And I think that... That um, the, the work of the Holy Spirit is to bring that revealing. You see, we want to draw in yeah. the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals yeah, yeah, yeah. what sort of thoughts. He wants to work with you to form better thoughts, yeah. you see. So a formation of um, better rima, rima from God. Yeah. Rima that's going to counteract the demonic Rima that's coming forth. And so then as you begin to work with the Holy Spirit, he's going to, re, he's going to cycle out those cycles of formation of evil thoughts. He will begin to filter them out, filter them out until they're, is no more of them, and then he will begin to give you a formation of better thoughts, which will have divine, divine rima, and also that will lead into divine pictures. You will begin to see mm, good pictures, that's good, and that's then good. as a result of that, you will build a fortress, a fortress for those thoughts, those good thoughts that are being cycled around and around. The others have been cycled out. They've mm. been removed. And then you begin to see good pictures. Mm. And then the 
that, uh, you know, fortress will keep in the good thoughts and so faith will begin to rise up and be built in you and fear will not be able to penetrate it. This is what the Holy Spirit does. He does those things. He activates those things. He reveals those things. He convinces us of these things. And he works these things in our life. And I think that's um, going back to what I said before the break. The Holy Spirit's doing all this. But when your thought is in bail, you haven't fully put it yet before the judge to punish it. Mm. So it has a chance to escape. So what is the enemy able to bring up in you mm. to stop you from putting that lock key and turning the key all the way to lock? Because this is uh, this is where some mindsets come in. This is double-minded mindset of I want to be free, but I really don't want to be free mm. because what I want to be free from actually gives me pleasure, even though it's painful it's pleasurable because I'm so used to pain and I'm so used to being in pain. That's familiar to me. That's comfortable for me. So to be anything other but in pain is unfamiliar and that requires me to walk by faith and not know what's next and not know how to My respond. God. So it. I don't know if I want to turn the key all the way, Shania, because when I turn the key all the way, I lose the right. Mm. Mm. Uh, the right key. I lose the right to determine what my pain can give me. My that, and that brings us to another very important aspect of this because pastor has what I call the DD effect. We get divine or demonic Rima. Mm. Yeah. Okay? Divine yeah. or demonic. So we have to hold thoughts, good and what we would think bad, mm. in Raman for a certain period. We don't know how long that period is. The Holy Spirit will determine it. But... I would suggest to all of our listeners, just the, just the way you think about yourself, start from there. Yeah. The first step is God wants to tear down something because we're quoting out of 2 Corinthians. He says, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God for the pulling down That's of strongholds. strongholds. God won't build on a wrong foundation. Uh, Jesus. So I, I want to encourage the saints out there, even those nice things that Eat you think about yourself. Come on. Because we're starting there, Pastor. Yeah. Even those good things that you think about yourself, God still wants to tear it down. You've got to get everything you think about yourself through the cross. I think we also need to go one further. Uh-oh. We've got to see, even oh, though yeah. these thoughts need to be torn down by Say the... It. Say it. Need to be torn down by the Holy Spirit. We've also got to see who's bringing these thoughts to the ah. surface. The Holy Spirit. Yes. So there's a twofold work taking place by the Holy Spirit. He's bringing them up. And therefore, why is he bringing them up? To leave them on the surface? Mm. No. For oh them to be torn down. God. Yeah, wow. stop giving the enemy credit for exposing himself. I give him two. I gotta give a two. Yeah, and he's a double whammy yeah, here. Satan doesn't expose himself. He never does that. You so know, um, we we have a precedence oh. in the Old Testament with Jeremiah. Jeremiah said that 
his call from God, the Lord, when he called Jeremiah, he said, I've called you to what? To tear down, yep. to demolish, yeah. to uproot. And then yes. the last two things is to build yeah. and, to, and to expand. You see? And it's the same principle. The Lord doesn't want you to hang on to anything you had before go, he came into your gee, life. You got to let it go. Let it go. When you, when you cross Jordan. Uh-huh. Boy, that thing's irritating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop tear it down. Tear it down. Tear that apart. Tear it down. When we cross Jordan into the promised land, it has to be, everything has to be renewed. Wow. Everything. And believe me, I'm preaching to myself. So who I think about myself has to be torn down and rebuilt. See? Because uh-huh. even what you think about, think about the person who suffers rejection, right? Every input they get goes through that prism, mm-hmm. that light prism of rejection. It can come in as white light and then be deflected into uh. mother doesn't love me, my father oh, doesn't love me, Jesus, my Jesus. pastors no. don't love me, I don't love me, my friends Talk don't love it. me. It's, it's all got to come down. And I think it's important because what Pastor's saying here is the formation of thoughts. We've got to stop looking up thoughts, Shania, as these, uh, you know, uh, fairy, airy yeah. things. Thoughts are actual mental real anything. estate. I teach right. this in Spiritual Roots. Mental real estate. They take up space. They take up space in your brain. When you think a thought, the protein synthesis occurs and the neurons and the everything forms. And so if there's space taken up by negative thoughts, you can't straight away introduce a positive thought without first creating space within the negative thought real estate space. So what we talk about roadblocking, you have to put a roadblock in place and then you have to allow the Holy Spirit to now withdraw life source from the negative thought process that you've created. The visual is it starts as a roadway, you know, a little dirt road. And then as you begin to feed it more traffic, it becomes a full flourishing highway. And so now your default to think is generated from the highway and not the voice of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit could talk to you and you could hear it through a filter of rejection because that's your default. And I... And I think it's we keep on going and unpacking this. This is really important what I brought up about the Holy Spirit bringing the demons of the deep to the surface. We think, oh, this is me. I'm I'm being bad. Say this. I'm being bad. It's a lie. This is me. I'm being bad. I'm being cruel. I'm being rejected. I'm being rebellious. But you're not recognizing this is a Holy Spirit work to bring space oh. by bringing things to the surface. Look, I want to tell those that are out there. Right now, press that button, man, because you need to hear this. I want to tell you that the Holy Spirit brings up to clean up. Mm. The devil layers on. Mm. He layers on to make it full. But the Holy Spirit empties Mm. so that you can be filled full. Of him. Wow. 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 So so we're talking about creating space. So going back to Baal, so God gives you opportunity to put those thoughts in Baal 
so that while they're in bail and while they're being waiting to be sentenced by the judge, Remand. you know, they're going before the judge to be sentenced, he can begin to insert truth. Because, um, you know, we talk about how do I break down the glue of these thoughts if I've thought them for years? Well, the brain has to work like this. And I, I really take pleasure in studying this because it's just fascinating the way God created us and our brain is the, like the most powerful organ of our body. The brain has to be introduced with an alternative thought process. Mm. So I can't, basically, if I was like, you know, this is why debating is so good because if you, and if I'm in a debate, if I can introduce an alternative or a different point of view that has, here it is, evidence mm. to support that theory, yeah. you will begin to have reasonable doubt. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you the example. You're on the jury mm -hmm. of a case, a murder case, and up until this point in every presentation from, you know, the defense attorney, you've looked at the uh, person as innocent. Mm -hmm. But then out of nowhere, the prosecuting attorney introduces DNA evidence saying that the blood of this person was found on the murder weapon. Mm-hmm. Now they've introduced an alternative reason to now have reasonable doubt in that person. So mm -hmm. you could have been so set. This person is innocent, 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 innocent. But the moment that the brain is introduced with evidence, come on, it begins to form now a different perspective and a second argument begins to form in the head. So how do we apply that spiritually? The word of God is your evidence. Mm. And when you start to insert it into those thoughts and the glue that's been around that thought process, I'm rejected, I'm rejected, I'm rejected. Well, the word of God is your first evidence, but now begin inserting more evidence. Let's think of all the times that I haven't been rejected, all the times that that person didn't, you know, uh, make me feel like I wasn't loved. And you begin to do what David did and you begin to recollect all the times that God has been faithful, all the times that he's come through. And what it does is it begins to roadblock those thoughts, break apart the glue slowly. And so now that thought can be sentenced because you have evidence of it not being, like Pastor said, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And so, <coughs> Sorry, that was a lot, but I had to say it. But I, I think also with this, as we come back, we're going to add a bit more to this. Yes, wow. let's take a break because there was a lot of things that, you know, your mind needs to go <laughs> and declutter and to receive all these gems, and we'll be right back. Torque New York presents the official launch of Torque TV, a brand new way to watch Torque New York anytime, anywhere. Get 24-7 access to unlimited shows, classes, seminars, and more. View your content on your favorite device, commercial free. Access exclusive shows, seminars, and more. And with new content added monthly, you'll always have something fresh and inspiring and challenging to watch. Even tune into our live classes from the School of Apostles and Prophets in NYC. Choose the subscription option that suits you. Sign up today by visiting torquetv.org and click the Watch Now button. Torque TV, equip, inspire, mature.
where we blow your minds. Gonna blow it every time. You ready? If you put it in bail, you will see the trail. The thought begins to fail, so you can send it to jail. If you put it in bail, you'll begin to see the trail. The thought begins to fail, so you can put it in jail. Put it in jail. Guys, hopefully you've been enjoying portals thus far and your flesh is alive enough to hear it. It's snapping <laughs> and it's crackling and it's a popping. Yes, because if this is not a challenge, but it should be a good challenge. We should Always be tired is. of the wrestling of our thought patterns at night. Yeah. I know at least I am. Yeah, and of yeah. the schizophrenia of letting it, yes. un, you know, putting it in bail, taking it out, putting it in right. bail, taking it out. You surrender so you, it, bring you it back. Mentioning the scripture. I was mentioning the scripture. You want to say something before I mention the scripture? No, I remember because I was journaling about this very thing about my thought pattern. I was like, Lord, I'm tired of it. He's like, well, he's like, stop trying to remember something you surrendered. Oh, remember surrender. Very good. Very That's good. He's a poet like, and he knows he, it. I know. And speaking of remembering, you know, we talked about evidence, Shania. You've yes. got to remember the evidence of what God has done. And there's that scripture that says, you know, faith is the evidence of things not yet seen. And right. I always thought, hang on, that's a bit of an oxymoron and a contradiction. How can you have you. evidence without seeing it? Right. And I know Pastor Robin was sub-portaling and she hit us with a gem overload. Let me give her a gem first because it was so good. And then say it and I'll give you another one. It is, so. Pastor. So what happens is it's the evidence of things not seen. Mm. So how do we get to see it? Uh, tell us. We've got to have God's perspective. If you haven't got God's perspective, you will not see it. Got to have his vision because he sees you it. You have to see what he sees. Ah. You see, to us, we don't see See it, but the moment we take on his perspective, we begin to see it. Oh my God! And so this is true faith. This is true faith. And so we need then come to a place mm. when we begin to see what he sees. We begin to form and have a formation of different thoughts, and then we create. A fortress for mm. those thoughts to be protected in. The, a fortress is a form of protection. Yes, yes. And so those thoughts get protected. Wow. And then faith begins to grow and fear begins to go. <laughs> so I know you're mentioning fear a lot, Pastor Robin. Because it's the opposite to faith. No. Never mind. It is. <laughs> <laughs> she was about to ask you a question, but I think uh, you answered yeah, it. It is. It. It's the opposite. Right. It's the negative of faith. Fear. I'm, I'm finding, I know sometimes I struggle with this as well, when I'm so engulfed in a thought pattern that is very toxic to my life, The it's, it's hard to stay in the faith, right? Mm. And I feel like sometimes the enemy even tries to persuade, and I, here's that, you know, that ransom mm -hmm. to take those thoughts back. To remember them instead of yep. leave them surrendered. Remember the pain. Remember yep. the trauma. Um, it it he tried to convince me not to go back to the faith mm. of 
mm-hmm. where I can see the way out. He convinces me to stay in it and say, you know, well, what's the point of hope for? Because here we go again. Yeah. And you guys talked about that before of asking God instead of the here we go again, where do we go from here? Where do we go from but here? But you know what? Fia, Pastor shared this on Thursday night. Um, and we, we, we workshopped it in a really, really like active and healthy way in our um, journaling workshop with the students. Fear always asks the question, what if? What if? Mm. But faith always begins with the statement of what is, mm. not what if. And you can only get what is when you have his eyes, his right. vision. Mm. And it's so powerful what she said. If you get his perspective spiritually, that will affect our natural perspective. We'll even look at life differently Definitely. because it will begin to affect our senses. Mm. The food that we taste will taste different. The yeah, songs that more we hear, yeah, we'll begin to have the joy of our salvation return to us. And that's a good key because even when we're in fear, it affects us physically. Yeah. We don't enjoy food. We don't enjoy life. We don't enjoy these things. That's and true. we think, oh, that's just bad food yeah. or something. But it's not our taste buds. Yeah. What's going on in our taste buds oh. to do with this fear is it is affecting us, you see, because God made us in his image and he's faithful and we are full of his faithfulness Mm. and we should allow it to come forth and build his faith in us. Is my thought pattern? But I want to answer your thought pattern and I want to give you a key. (laughs) You know, one of the biggest keys to dealing with your thought pattern and something that is really toxic, you know, we can all do that, Shania. We can all do that. But the big key is to hate it. Yes. Mm. Hate it. I once had the Lord say to me, I just was manifesting with uh, rejection. And he said to me, aren't you tired of thinking this way? Mm, Ain't that the truth? Jesus. You can hit that. And I said to him, I said to him, what are you saying, Lord? And he's saying, because I'm tired of it. Oh. Mm. I don't like the way you think like of yourself. And I said, well, God, only you can help me not to like this anymore. And I put it in his hand, Shania, and I left it there. And maybe two days later, one of those thoughts came against me again. Mm -hmm. And it was like the light came on. Mm. And I turned around and I said, no, no. I don't like this thought. And I don't, Robin, I don't like thinking this way anymore. And I made a conscious decision to bring an end to it. And the key is bringing an end to it. You have a part to play. You turn the key all the way. You sure do. You can sing that. You have a part to play. So turn the key all the way. Well, why don't all we? All the way. Okay. Mm. Come on, mm. pasta. Will we, we blow, blow your mind? mind? Mm. Mm. We blow your mind.
play So turn the key all the way You have a part to play So turn the key all the way You have a part to play So turn the key all the way You have a part to play Keep turning the key all the way Turn that key, say lock it up. Oh, yeah. I smell freedom for so many of our listeners. Freedom is a coming. I think so too. I'll tell you that the the realm of the enemy is the mind. Say this. Battlefield of the mind. Yeah. If we win the mind battle, we win the war. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how... All of the technology in the world today is is geared up against your mind. Yep. Yep. All of it. All of it. It was the, these gems, Pastor. That that last, you know, revelation between yourself and Pastor Nate, really liberating. That I came smell straight. freedom. That, freedom. That came straight from heaven. That was freedom. a download to upload. This Speaking of freedom, we need to talk to our free prophetic friends before we go. Oh, yes. Well, let's just give it a little bit more because I am not quite released. There's a little bit more, just a little bit more. So continue, Pastor. Well, just, just to do with, uh, you know, you, you guys have been talking about a, a, a pathway of getting free from, mm. from the negativity that mm. just plagues us. And uh, just your testimony about how you overcame rejection, Pastor, that yeah. is something that helps me and will help a lot of our listening audience in the practical steps to, like you say, Nate, turn the key all the way. Yeah. Not just partially. And don't use that pain that you're used to and you're familiar with as some kind of high, because people can get high on yeah, pain. Yeah, um, I'm serious. I'm I, in, in all our deliverance sessions lately. One of the things that the Lord keeps highlighting is this this um, symbiotic relationship that we have with pain. Wow, that's a good word. It means that we feed right. off pain, and you know, again, I love science. Pain actually releases dopamine in mm. the brain and adrenaline. And like those are the drugs that we can get high off chemically right. in our in our body, and so we begin to become familiar with the release that pain and stress. You know, I said it in our um, in our dream seminar. I think it was like we've got to divorce ourselves from the high that stress gives us. Yeah, we yeah. say we don't want to be stressed, but the, always stressed. But and you know, stay there. <laughs> but being stressed has become a state of being, and not just a st- you know that's something that you know we are uh, are being attacked with we take on identity from being stressed and so um turn the key all the way you know lock it up lock Mm -hmm. it up and it's funny because it brings out what you said about fruit when it does go before the judge the judge is able to help you make a decision based on the fruit of the evidence is it a wheat is it a tear or is it good fruit being produced and it goes again to say pastor robin's key you need to have space to see fruit I think the key with our thoughts is we want to see fruit from our thoughts straight away. We have have to have space to get a replace. Ah. And so I just want to say something here, and that is turn the key all the way. That is true. And we need to turn the key all the way. Yeah. Because God wants to replace 
the space with oh, something different. We've got to see that. But it, our part to play is to hate these things that are plaguing us and start to build a better fortress for faith and let fear go because fear, it just attacks and it attacks faith. Mm. It, it, one of the enemies of faith is fear and it constantly attacks faith to bring faith down. Wow. It really does. And so we've got to build a fortress, a divine fortress, uh, um, a, a collection of thoughts, a formation of thoughts that are cycling around mm. that are so divine, yeah. so divine, this fortress becomes strong. So when fear comes, it's going to rebel, uh, reflect off us. Mm. It'll go. It'll reflect office. And I'm telling you, this is needed. So how do we do this? we got to work with the Holy Spirit and hate the thoughts we're thinking. Oh, my Lord. We need to hate these negative thoughts Stop that them we're as you. thinking. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the answer. If you hate them, then you'll get place to replace them. Wow. Well, in true uh, Portals fashion, I don't believe we were released yet, so don't go too far <laughs> without coming back from this break and after these messages. Hey guys, want to hear God speak to you personally? Then join us here at Dipping Night. It's every first Monday of the month at 7.30 p.m. To find out more information or to RSVP, you can visit us at dippingnight.torknyc.org. Hope to see you there. We're going to go straight back in. <laughs> We're going to go straight back in. Because you know we sub portaling. <laughs> Anyway, let's not waste time. So we were subportaling, of course. So you mentioned something about processing. Oh yeah, um, we were talking, Shania, and you and we were all just having a great subportal about what is the key. Yeah. We've, we've presented really great revelations here, you know, on t you know formation of thoughts and right. you know taking thoughts captive, and there's been great steps, but there's got to be a key because you were bringing up the example of people that have, you know, personally come to you in ministry and been like, look, I want to do this. I want to take these thoughts captive. I don't want to like, you know, unlock the cell and let out, let them out. But I'm frustrated because I don't know how, and I keep on ending back in this cycle, Yeah, you know? And so I think a big key that I'm finding, and um, this came as a revelation. Um, I think that we think we can test things by ourselves, mm. Yeah, you know? And um, the word of God says, test everything. You know, and but how do you know what's the real from the counterfeit if you're the only person that, that you're sounding boarding, if that's a word, mm -hmm. if you're on yourself? Mm -hmm. So I think one of the big keys is you have to be ready to share with what people. God has said to you right. with people and get a perspective like a John situation where he helped Peter see the Lord. Mm. I think... A 
we need to bring a little bit of adjustment and say not just with people, but with people that can help you. Yes. Come on. Help you process because I, I want to tell you, I hear too many people say we're pro- oh, I'm processing. I'm processing with I'm the Lord. Processing with the Lord. Now I want to tell you the danger of processing too long will cause you to sin. Yeah. Oh, and, and put you right back in arrested development. And bring you back <laughs> to oh. the worst state than you were in the first place. My. Because so, the key there is you're processing your emotions. Your emotions are at the surface. Pastor talked about the Holy Spirit bringing it back up. But rather than providing closure yeah. from what God has said, you fester in the pain. And so now you become arrested because you're stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you so get stuck in processing that too long will definitely lead you back to arrested development. Yeah. Nothing, to be honest, it's like, sorry to cut you off if you no, had a joke. Go okay, good. Um, we get stuck in being afraid of, quote unquote, being a rebuke. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to get rebuked because I'm just going to get rebuked by how I feel. And stop looking at it that way and look at it that that is helping you. That is the part that's going to set you free when yes. someone can test that spirit and say, look, this is not of you. This is not of God either. So let's move forward from this instead of, oh, they're going to hound me because I feel this way. That's not the case. And I've been seeing that over and over. And sometimes I do it too where I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm, I just shut down my emotions and try to get self-centered. But it's only tormenting me more to a point where I'm even hating myself because that's what the enemy wants you to do is self-destruct. Yeah. You know, you start hating yourself for the way you feel and then you don't have anywhere to, you know, mm-hmm. put it out. Mm-hmm. And, I, yeah, right, I think... I think that uh, what you said about you get concerned or you fear being rebuked. Come on, talk about this. Uh, I, I think that um, that's a good thing in a way because you're becoming aware. Mm. You're becoming aware of what you're thinking. And you know what? You would be better to get your, to rebuke yourself. <laughs> you would be better to rebuke mm-hmm. yourself and begin to hate this thing. Mm-hmm. Hate there it. You go. Yep. Hate it. Separate from it. Yep. And separate from it, but hate it before you separate from mm, it. That's key. That's key. Because the key is that when you hate it, it loses power. Yeah. Wow. I think that's so important what she just said. It just landed on me. We always want to separate from it first yep. and then hate it second. No, 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 no. You can't do that. Wow. You've got to, you've got to hate it first because you've got, when you hate it, you, you strip it of its power mm. and then it's easy to separate. Jesus. Christ is the Lord. <laughs> I hit the shiver. And, and, and again, I'm coming back to this. We, It will set you free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only thing God wants you to hate is the enemy's work mm. that you are allowing to come into your life. Mm. Hate this work and then separate it and then send it to hell where it belongs. My wow. God. We spend all this energy, you know, 
<laughs> hating the people that offended us. Hating, you know, the circumstances. Yes. Exactly. Hating yes. the external yes. factors instead yep. of hating the spirit that is influencing. And my God. hate our own. Yeah. And you Can know, I say that? Yes. Hate our own behavior in re- going through this. I, I tell you what, I hated thinking that. Yep. Yeah. And it, I looked, what the Lord said to me was, Wow, you hate it, Lord. Yes, I hate it. Mm. Do you hate it, Robert? Jesus is the and Lord. And within two days, yes, I could say, Lord, I don't want, I'm not going to think this way. I hate thinking this way. And so, therefore, I finally got what God was saying. I got his perspective. And I saw. When I got God's perspective, I saw you'll never see unless you get God's perspective wow. on what he is saying. And just to tie up what we were saying about with people, I think half the time the problem is we always want to, people always give their opinion mm-hmm. of, you know, their um perception of what's gone on but what was great about this exercise was we paired up in twos and i got each person to share a journal and then i got the other person that was listening to the journal to give the prophetic interpretation of what god was saying to that person to show the visual that god can use our brother to be our brother's keeper yes and give us god's revelation but the key is that our brother has to move off what god has said not what they have said Mm. so no opinion Opinions needed. No opinions, because opinions are not God. But in the flip side, we have to believe that our brothers and sisters can hear God. Yeah. And not shut it down through familiarity, because this is something the Lord's been speaking to me so strongly lately. Just our team effort together um, as a unit, as a church, sometimes we get so comfortable because we're so close. We know what you're going through. And you automatically assume, well, you can't help me because you're going through that problem, even though it's totally unrelated to what you're going through. So they sympathize instead of empathize. Empathize means they walk with you, beside you. Sympathy is just allowing people to leak and leak Uh. and leak and just flow over with leaking you don't sympathize with someone. You empathize. You walk right. alongside them and help them to see what the Lord is saying to them. Right. It's just being on the receptive end, you know, like, again, the whole point of having a church is for this reason. Yeah. So to, the body can be the body. Yeah. The body yeah. can be the body and not just, you know, go to one, only pastors, only pastors can give me a revelation about what I'm going through or test what I'm going through. And that's not necessarily true. Your brother right next to you can go through your roommates can, you know, yeah, they can go, go to a certain level. Yes. So yeah. Like, I mean, like when you're yeah, saying, I think we need to bring to a certain level because yeah. the key is you don't go to someone who can't do anything about that's it. the key. Right. There's the key. Right. The key is, so many people start going to people who are on the same level who can't right. do anything to change it. That's why leadership is important right. because they have an authority, they have a responsibility, mm-hmm. and they can bring change where your mate, your friend, even your roommate can't. And I think that's the dividing line right. 
between processing, getting it off my chest, and gossip. Yeah. yeah. Gossip is going to someone that can do nothing about it. Yeah. Mm. Amen. I think that we're going to pretty well end on this yeah. now because I think we've really, really unpacked this, Shania. We've really unpacked it. And um, we want something done about it. Yes. Our part to play, God's part to play, people's part to play. There's a part to play. Holy Spirit's part to play. We all have a part to play in this fortress being demolished Mm. and new fortress being brought forth and built and a new form of formation of thoughts that start cycling good pictures. We all have a part to play. Mm. That's it. That's it. And now while we're here, I'm going to give it back to Shania because we need to go prophetic. Oh, yes. Um, First of all, guys, we hope that this is, you know, fruitful for you. I've been convicted by this one. Yes, that that even while listening, if there's things that you don't understand or, you know, you may feel like you're coming to the surface, if you will, Ask the Holy Spirit. Invite them into this, just like Pastor Tony mentioned. Start with the identity. Yeah. What are what do you believe about yourself? Not just the good things. Don't say all the good Christian things. Mm. But what is it that you believe with yourself? And start there and mm. get into those yada times. You say, I'm looking at all that. Yada times. Yada times and talk about it. You yeah. know, don't stay centered in things. There are a lot of strategies um, unfolded in this, but Pastor Robin, do you have a challenge for our listeners before we depart and yeah. before we jump into our prophecy? Yeah, I think that um, the challenge is not only to build a fortress of faith, you know, but to make it a strong fortress. Aren't you tired mm. of having to deal with fear and with those thoughts that keep on recycling Jesus. over and over again. Aren't you tired of that? Well, God makes a way for us to build a new fortress of faith. And we need to build it strong. And how are we going to build it strong? Holy Spirit is the one that's going to convince us, convict us, work with us and activate those thoughts that we release to him. Wow. We're going to go on a quick break and be back with a few more messages. You're listening to the Portals Podcast. Who will we reach next? Guess what time <laughs> is it? It's time for our prophetic friends. Dun, 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 dun. Look, our prophetic friends are clapping. We need like a sound bite for that prophetic friends like segment. Yes, we do. It should be like, who will we reach next? <laughs> bling, 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 bling. <laughs> I want to reach out to... Oh, here he goes. Gee, that was crazy. Our Greek friends uh-huh. in Thessalonica. 
Oh, oh Jesus. Wow. Aussies pronounce it Thessalonica. They okay. Greeks say Nelika. Thessalonica. And uh, they're all tuning into portals. Tikanis, mm-hmm. my friends. <laughs> oh, wow. Tikanis, how are you? Hope you're enjoying this spiritual um, smorgasbord. Yeah. <laughs> friends in Thessalonica. There we go. Wow. Do you want to say anything else to them? Do you have a word for them? Merry Christmas and a Oh, Jesus. No, there's something God wants to say better than a Merry Christmas. Yeah, the Lord is going to make a way for the Greek churches that move in the Holy Spirit Hallelujah. to live above the uh, poverty that is trying to impact the Greek economy. And uh, I, I do hope that a lot of believers get this word and move on it, but... Um, it was prophesied in our pod, uh, not our podcast, in our um, uh, um, season, cast. season casting event that another nation would pull out of the EU. I honestly mm. believe it's it's Greece. Greece is going to pull out of the EU. Wow. And uh, it just hasn't worked for them. Wow. Very good. Yeah, I want to say hello to someone listening in Canada. And uh, they're listening from the um, province of, uh, I believe it's uh, Ottawa or, yeah, Ottawa. And the city is uh, um, Edmonton. And um, I just really believe the Lord is reaching out to you. This is a older lady and she's listening. And the Lord is just saying, um, keep believing for your health. Keep believing for the breakthrough. The time is not yet. So stop asking me to um, speed up time. There's more to be accomplished. There's more to be finalized in relationships and healing of reconciliation with family ties. And so the Lord says, my daughter, just uh, keep coming to me. Keep hearing my voice. Keep getting my perspective. I'm going to show you in the next coming months how to arrest those thoughts that keep trying to plague you about yourself. And the Lord says, I'm not finished with your work in the church and your prayer ministry, so begin to seek me for new strategy and see how I want to move in the Canada region because I want to bring down strong men through your prayers. So seek me, says the Lord. Wow. Look, look, my word is for Australia. I have a word for Australia. And uh, it's to do with this formation of thoughts Mm. Uh, as the bushfires are really... Um, out of control in some areas. Uh, There's a lot of formation of thoughts of hopelessness Mm. and uh, failure and fear. And the key is not you trying to deal with it in your flesh. I'm telling you, when you go to prayer, Australia, you need to let the Holy Spirit bring a new formation of thoughts to you and you will see a reprieve in the weather as you begin to see the cloud on the horizon. As a man's hand, you will begin to see this come even closer and stronger and then the heavy rain will begin. But that's what you have to do to see it. 
that's the Lord wow. says, wow. is see with God's perspective and allow the Holy Spirit to put that perspective in the formation of your thoughts and build a stronghold to hold those thoughts in the fortress. Wow. Oh, wow. And I just goodness. want to clarify that lady at Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, is who the Lord's showing me, not Ottawa, Alberta, Canada. I mixed it up. Ottawa was the city that I visited. Yeah. Oops, my bad. Oops. It's all right. I'm human. But yeah, that lady, I just believe the Lord is really releasing new health. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. What about you, Shuna? Yeah. Oh, so I got a visual. Okay. Visual. A young girl that is in college, particularly for some reason, Georgetown University. I'm not quite sure what that is, um, but I know it's. It sounds like a familiar name. Like it's in DC. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's like one of the uh, big schools, and she's looking out her window while doing her schoolwork, thinking, "God, this is too big for me." And I just hear the Lord say, "My daughter, I put this pathway in order for you, and that nothing is too big for my hand. Just release it to me, and I will guide you. I will direct you, and that you are not too small." Um, says your father, you are not too small to carry this visual. I will carry it. You will walk with me. I will show you each pathway and do not give up. There will be a lot of external um, circumstances. There will be a lot of outward pressure to make you give up. But do not give up, says the Lord, for I am guiding you and mm. I have promoted this desire in you. Wow. I think that's the key. The Lord, if anything at all, he is saying through all of us, yeah, all of us, the word is, don't give, give up. up. Wow. 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 I didn't even catch that. And I really want to just encourage our listeners, like yeah. I do every time, if this word has applied to you and you are that person Snatch and you it. hear portals and you say, wow, that's for me. You know, I'm that person in DC. I'm that person in Australia. I'm that person in the Greeks islands or greece or i'm that person in you know canada please write us at info at talk nyc or download the anchor app and leave us a special message that says you know you spoke right to me because we want to be encouraged and we want to know that you know these words are reaching the people that they need to reach because yes. we believe amen. that the word of god is active alive yes and does not return void amen amen <laughs> So you know what time it is. Time to sing. Portals. Where we blow your mind. With all the time. And where we prophesy. Come on, Pastor Tony. Put it in jail. You got to put it in jail. Separate jail.
was for me put it in jail throw away the key then you'll see it was for me well guys this has been another episode of cut us off bye bye now <laughs>